0: The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles, and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. We are doing a daily podcast from the Winter Olympic Games here in Beijing. If you want amazing, inspirational stories from the Olympic Games, you're in the right place. Clearly, it's really cold here in Beijing, but it's not something we should take for granted. Climate change is real, and whenever you speak to literally any of the athletes who need snow to train, they tell some really sad stories of glaciers melting or even just full-on disappearing. And it's easy to feel like you are helpless, that there's nothing you can do to help, but there is, and we speak to someone today who can give us a bit of a helping hand. More on that a little bit later. Let's have a look at what gold medals are available today. We have alpine skiing, cross-country skiing, figure skating, freestyle skiing, luge, snowboard, speed skating... It's half Pie finals day for reigning Olympic champion snowboarder from the USA, Chloe Kim. She went from being a youth Olympic champion in 2016 to winning in style at Pyeongchang 2018. Then it all got a little bit too much. She took a break from competition to go to university at Princeton. She's all right now, but for a while, her Olympic medal took a little temporary trip to the trash can. Olympic,
1: Olympic Channel podcast. Channel. podcast.
2: After I won my first gold medal in Pyeongchang, I experienced something incredibly difficult to overcome and it was just learning how to relive my life and just going anywhere, people recognizing me, um, people figuring out where I lived, trying to break into my house. It was a pretty big invasion of privacy and that wasn't something that I had ever thought would happen to me so just kind of Becoming more accustomed to that and uh, I guess incorporating that into my new life was very challenging. And um, at that time, the only thing I could blame was that medal, but uh, don't worry, I got it out of the trash. It's uh, not in there anymore. Um, but yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of sacrifice that comes with being a professional athlete. And I sacrificed a lot of my normal childhood, as one would say. So. Um, when kids were going to school, going to prom, I was training and competing um, at really big events like the Olympics, you know? The Olympic year would have been when I would go to prom. And so I think just seeing how my other friends were living their lives and feeling like I didn't get to experience those kinds of things made me feel like, yeah, I wanted to go do something else for a bit. And I'm really grateful and happy that I did that. So I'm doing good, it's been a bit of a journey since I crashed in December, a a lot of ups and downs of recovering and I feel like I'm on the right path of getting to where I want my body to be. Um, So I'm happy with the progress I'm making. For me, I just wanna land the best run I can and uh, that's the run I really wanna do. So I'm really hoping I'm able to pull it off here. I've been thinking about it for a long time, so. That's all I can tell
1: you. Olympic Channel Podcast.
0: Jalen Kauf picked up a silver Olympic medal in the women's moguls for the USA and her performance. I was there, it was literally amazing. Afterwards, I had a chat with her about that epic evening. But she also had a few tips on the little things we can do to help the planet and promote sustainability.
1: Olympic Channel
0: Podcast. I remember it was your penultimate run and I was like, there's no way she can be faster than that. <laughs> like, that, that, would, that looked like Max. And then like, every, every, it was just such an overwhelming experience for me, I was like, okay, I need like resuscitating basically. So, um, how do you manage to keep your composure in those big moments?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, up in the Stargate, like I was just giving myself little pep talks, just, you know, breathing, relaxing, like telling myself I know what to do out there. I've skied that run a million times, um, had been putting it down in training. And so that's all I had to do. Um And that's, yeah, where I was in the Stargate, just like, okay, this is yours, just like one more run or like just ski your run this time. Um and I don't know how I was able to like, improve upon it <laughs> run after run. I feel like my body just took over. Like the last run I came out and I just went straight through the first turn, which was not the plan. Um But I hit the second turn and was like, all right, that's what we're doing. We're going with it. It's gonna be fast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, it all worked out. So, so cool, isn't it? I, I think uh what was amazing to be so close as well was really that sense of community that you could feel amongst everybody, not just like, you know, Team USA looking after Team USA or the Australians looking after Australians. Like clearly that every like people had like strong relationships with each other in the in the field.
1: Um yeah. I mean, of course, like within the US girls, like we're so close. We're all such good friends going through all of it together. Um, But the whole field is, I mean, the sport has gotten to this point um, because we've all been in in it collectively. Um, And we're all so, like, we want to see the sport progress and see everyone else push it. So, like, watching Jakara do the highest DD out there, um, like, we're all supporting that and, like, rooting for her and um, kind of, Pumping each other up and like all of those little successes we have. Um, like when Olivia did a 1080 a couple of weeks ago at a World Cup, like all of women's mogul skiing, one is like, oh man, we have to we have to step it up. Okay, it's it's been taken to a new level, but also like that's so cool that we're a part of that. We're a part of taking the sport to the next level. Um, and I think I mean something that was really special for me yesterday was down in the finish after my run um, for Rain, who I feel like we've kind of, we've battled it out a lot, like throughout our careers on World Cup. Um, And she gave me a big hug in the finish area. And again, later that night, and it's just like, congrats, like you deserve it. Like, I'm so happy for you. Um, And I just, it was so genuine, you know, Um, and that just, yeah, it sums up the,
0: the women's field. So I wanted to talk a little bit about um, sustainability. and I think there's something that you, the, the Plastic Free Fridays, could you tell me a little bit about it and how you got involved and why?
1: Like they have Plastic Free Fridays um, and you just go plastic-free, like single-use plastic free, like single use plastic for Fridays. And it's something that I'd been following along on social media for a long time. Um, And been doing like trying to cut and be aware of that single use plastic usage and cut it out of my Fridays and then slowly more and more days to, you know, plastic free bathroom products or shopping in bulk or different things like that. And, um, you know, I'm traveling the world seeing the impact of climate change. Like we go back to the same glaciers year after year and I see them getting smaller and smaller every single year. Um, And so doing what I can to help that, even if it's just making those small conscious decisions, which I think has the biggest impact um, I I want to do it. And I reached out to Plastic Free Fridays just through social media um, saying I'd love to be involved more. Um, and it worked out really well that I'm going to school currently for graphic design. Um, and they asked if I wanted to do an internship with them um, to be able to create some content for them um, and kind of get involved on that side as well, which has been really cool.
0: I think as well with the, um, the plastic free, it's easy sometimes to think that it doesn't make a difference, you know, because You're just like a little tiny drop in the ocean of this thing. But I guess it's important for people not to feel helpless, right? And that little bit, if loads of people do that little bit, then it makes a huge difference, right? And it's its trying to give people confidence. It's like, yeah, just give it a try. It's really easy and look at the impact that we might be able to have, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. I feel like that's the biggest thing is it's so easy to think like, oh, it's just one water bottle or like, I'm just one person, I can't make a difference. But if everyone shares that mindset of, I can make a difference as an individual, like this one water bottle or like switching to, you know, a plastic-free bathroom or or whatever, like one plastic-free product, um, it does have that ripple effect. And like as a whole of individuals making those small decisions. It does make a big difference.
0: Olympic Channel Podcast. What a wonderful thought to end on. But we can't get all the way in these games without at least mentioning the name Hanyu Yuzuru from the men's figure skating. And believe me, that is going to be some competition for sure. Nathan Chen's performance in the short program was literally breathtaking. Let's see what happens in the free skate today. Everyone, remember to breathe. Seriously. That's it for now. Stay safe, stronger together. See you very soon. Think like an Olympian.